Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode of Friday Fire. My name is Sam. I am the small business surgeon and guys, I am super happy that you all are here. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, For those of you just discovering the show, we are a podcast. I'm the small business surgeon and I talk to small business owners, entrepreneurs, authors, CEOs, anybody I can get a hold of throughout the world of business that will bring value to you guys my audience so uh, yeah check in every week we've got a whole bunch of interviews up we're uh, well over a hundred interviews well over 250 episodes now so uh, wow I'm just I'm so happy to be here I'm so happy to get to talk to you every week and then I have an audience that tunes in it's the craziest thing I never for a minute thought I would manage to uh, to be a full-time small business surgeon to be a consultant to do all the stuff that I'm doing it's uh, it's absolutely incredible and uh, the majority of it uh, if you strip away the hard work the majority of it's down to the fact that uh, I've got an audience like you guys so thank you Thank you very much. For those of you just discovering the show, like I said, we've got interviews from around the world of business on Mondays. And then Fridays, I like to wax lyrical a little bit. I like to uh, talk about what's happened in the week with my show, Friday Fire. It's where I give you a little bit of a monologue and uh, get you lined out for the weekend. And today, guys, I want to touch on some stuff from the internet. Again, I normally talk about what's been going on in the week and the lessons from around the the week. And um, I want to touch again this week on the fact that everything you see online is made up and man back in the day growing up right um there was none of this internet stuff so the way you met people the way you interacted with people the way you worked with people um you know i'm 43 years old so i was part of the the last generation that that really um face-to-face was so fucking important so much more important than than live on the internet and i think that what's happening and what's happened as as we progress through this societal transition is that people can say whatever they want on the internet i mean that that's really the crux of my job i'm a reality engineer for companies um you know as much as i fix businesses what we do is fix what the people um, in the audience see about the business that's a huge part of what i do fixing the messaging uh, the websites the digital infrastructure the entire ecosystem and you can essentially i mean one of the fucking taglines i use over and over and over is engineer your reality right i can make your business look like however you want it to look i can make it say whatever you want it to say and that is i mean obviously it's a it's a refined skill set when it comes to business but when you put it into context with everybody involved case in point man i saw a, i saw a commercial today for uh, for some for some stock trading software and one of the guys in the commercial was driving a lamborghini and one of the guys in the commercial was driving a bentley and when you looked a little bit closer, the Lamborghini was a um, it was a Gallardo from about 2004, if the taillights look right, uh, and the uh, and the Bentley 
was a Connor from, again, right around that 2005, 2006 era. So you got a couple of guys in their 20s making reels, making TikToks, making content, saying, hey, come and do our shit. We're way more successful than you. And those cars look like they're way more successful than you. But if you scroll around, you could probably rent a 2004 to 5 Lamborghini was somewhere in the three to four hundred dollar a day range and you could certainly rent the bentley for for that if not less and so by the time you get a film crew together and put your ad together you know you may be you may be three four five grand into the ad but the cost of renting the cars and maybe they use their friends maybe it cost less maybe it wasn't i i don't know the point i'm trying to make is that for 700 bucks worth of cars Two kids are making you feel like a loser. And that's a very, very dangerous thing. There's no fucking shortcuts in this game. Like, none whatsoever. The amount of 20-year-old kids... And the, the reason I focus on this is, you know, because a lot of my audience um, is younger. A lot of them's looking up to me as a, a fellow with gray hair that's, quote-unquote, made it. And I assure you, I, I haven't even got started yet. I barely finished my foundation, but... They look up to me for advice and you've got these kids running around that got a couple of grand and renting a car and it makes everyone else feel inadequate it makes them feel like a loser it makes them feel like imposter syndrome and it's bothering me to the point where i felt like i needed to say something about it because all of us win all of us lose um, losing is a natural part of this. It's how you learn. The only way you really, really, really ever lose as an entrepreneur is, is like by giving up and going and getting a job. Um, and even then, like I talked about last week, that may be a necessity for a minute just to put the, the, the money back in the checking account and get things right side up. Um, so, you know, you don't even lose then. Every single loss you take is a lesson that you got to apply to stomping down on putting underneath you and securing a better foundation with you know um like i, I lost money on a real estate deal in 2005 and it was fourteen thousand dollars it was the most i'd ever lost and i've never lost money on a real estate transaction since right you've got to go through the fire to to become forged and to get good at it and to emphasize this case <clears throat> My mentor, one of my mentors, uh, Ryan Stuman, check his uh, check his podcast out. He's got the um, he's got the Rewire podcast. Uh, it's pretty damn good. Uh, but he was uh, he was lamenting on Facebook the other day about just how many times uh, he had failed on the way to being a success. And then yeah, Andy Frisella, another wonderful podcast, the Real AF Show, he was talking again about how. Being an entrepreneur, it's not for everybody. Like 8% of the population are entrepreneurs and 1% of those guys are good at it. And being an entrepreneur, he, he equated it to 90% of the time, it's just like getting kicked in the dick every day. 8% of the time, it's all right. And 2% of the time, it's really, really good. And yeah, he's probably about right. You know, it's a, it's a special kind of breed of character that can do what we do. Um, And then because of what... Ryan posted, and because of what Andy talks about, you know, I move in very similar circles. 
uh, to those guys, a lot of guys started commenting and talking about failures that they'd had. And it, quite, it, it did surprise me somewhat about the confessions that we got. So without any names, I'm going to share some of these failures because I want you guys to understand in perspective where the fuck you are right now. Like most of you are further along than you ever thought you were. Most of you have more skill sets than all of your friends combined. It's just they got the safety of a job. And sometimes looking at that safety and looking at that paycheck, um, it can be very, very tempting as an entrepreneur to say, you know what, I'm just going to go and make fifty or $60,000 a year and I'm just going to go pay my bills and I quit with this business because it's too hard. So I, I want you to know that there's fuck-ups across the board. There's mistakes at every single level. I mean, Bed Bath & Beyond, fucked up. Circuit City, fucked up. Like, there's so many, so many names. Blockbuster, fucked up. Multi-million and billion-dollar companies, fuck up all the time. And these fellas, from their Facebook profiles, from their social media followings, and from their stories... You would have thought they were wonderfully successful. And one guy who, I don't think I've had him on the show. Um, we've followed each other's content for a while. I've, I've hung out with him a few times. Um, but he's very well respected, very well liked. And he posted about a period of time that he was actually homeless. And still posting and still making it look like we were okay. And that his company was on the verge of going under and he was floating it all with credit cards, getting deeper and deeper into a hole. And not posting anything about it publicly, not talking about it, still maintaining that air of success. And he went on to describe a bunch of failures that he'd had in his life and a bunch of the steps he'd taken to rectify those failures and move forward. And it was... In that moment that it dawned on me that, you know, everybody, everybody does this. You know, I'm bad about talking about my wins on the internet. And honestly, since fucking June, I've been just winning so consistently. It's, it's, it's difficult to, to talk about. Um, I'm, I'm quite happy with where I'm very happy with where I'm at. I'm very happy with the trajectory of my career. It's, it's been like I've, I've never thought, but when, when you back up, I've had multiple things that didn't quite work out how I'd wanted. And I wouldn't call them failures. I'd, I'd definitely call them lessons. Um, you know, just by talking about it and bringing it up, I want you guys to know, especially you younger guys, that, that it is very very cyclical there is a standard that we call build measure learn for business and you know you build something you put it out in the marketplace you measure the results and you learn from the tests and it's so fundamental that failure is expected and it's budgeted for and it's it's like that that's the whole point like fucking send it see what works see where it's broken like let's go Let's break it and fix it. Um, you know, I had another buddy of mine <coughs> uh, post this morning about how he couldn't make payroll this week. And he's got a new client and it's a big, big contract. 
and there's a little bit of time between the invoicing and the contract and you know for for those of you that have ever dealt with like municipalities or any of that kind of shit working with local governments um they do pay very very well consistently over time the problem is they drag their feet from time to time some days you might be 60 or 90 days out from getting paid by a local government invoice and the local government doesn't give a shit uh, they just say well sorry we'll get to it when we get to it and the business owner is left holding the can and so this guy you know he's got money in reserve but he had to take out from his reserve funds and go drop another i don't know what it was 20 or 30 grand into his company to cover payroll because of slow paying clients now that is far more common holy shit the amount of times i have had to borrow from savings or borrow from fucking friends to cover payroll because i'd have two or three or four clients late on invoices and i'd have i've had times where i've had a fucking hundred thousand dollars in receivables and no fucking money and as you get better at it, it becomes less and less normal. But another case in point, another body of mine, somebody I'm in business networking groups with, and somebody I follow on the internet, he posted up the other day about an event. Now, I don't know if any of you have done events before. I ran one event, one big, I mean big event like ticketed or like renting huge venues and shit like that i ran one and it was incredibly stressful we started out with about a, a originally about a thirty-seven thousand dollar budget which you know this was seven or eight years ago so i mean obviously prices are just for inflation and um, we were renting a big uh community center so it was actually the brazos center um here in College Station, we had planned for several hundred people to come to an MMA event, uh, professional fights, and we did the event, man. Um, I got I I got very cold feet, and uh, you know our projected um, our projected sales, our projected revenues were about seventy thousand dollars, and we ended up spending like sixty eight thousand to get the fucking event to work. So I mean, it was a wash. We didn't lose money, um, but it was certainly a wash. We made sure everybody was paid, and it, it wasn't as much fun as I thought. So I thought, you know what? I'm not really an event expert. I'm not, not going to do any more fucking events. But the the point is, um, this guy, he has been putting this event on, and he has been promoting it, and he has been working his ass off. And it looks like it's going to be one of the most amazing events of the year. I mean, there's a list of who's who's showing up, and he posted a confession that hey man this shit ain't working right i'm out and i'm out a lot of money and he was out almost a half a million dollars on this event that he was going to lose and you know the level he plays at the level he operates at his companies will soak that up and he'll keep working and this you know they'll they'll get through it but it just goes to show that just like in the case of best buy and circuit city not best buy who was that bed bath and beyond uh circuit city like net, uh, Blockbuster, all these big, big companies that fucking go under, like everybody struggles. Everybody fails. Like everybody gets it wrong occasionally, like myself included. So don't sit there in your 20s thinking, 
oh my God, this guy is so successful. He's got all this more money than me. He's my age. What am I doing wrong? I must be an idiot. I'm not getting it right. Yeah, I, I know guys in their 30s that are five years into this shit and still haven't got it right, you know? And they're getting there slowly, one step at a time every day. But when you go around and you see this shit on TikTok and you see it on Reels and you see it on YouTube and it's kids with fast cars saying, you can do this and you can do that and I just did this and I just did that. I know a few kids that make fucking insane amounts of money on the internet and they are the exception. They are not the rule. It is not the reality for 99.9% of y'all. That's not the reality. Right, it is possible, but it's extremely difficult. The reality is, you know, you're going to come to work, you're going to work on your business, you're going to sell a few things, you're going to make a little profit, you'll sell a few more things, you'll make some more profit, you'll put that profit back into buying bigger and better shit, getting bigger ad campaigns. You'll put and and it's a slow, methodical, repetitive cumulative process over and over and over it's getting the reps in it's having the discipline it's doing the shit you got to do when you don't want to do it when you don't feel like it that's what this is over and over and over consistently over time getting kicked in the balls and yet keeping up with the work because the wins are irreplaceable the wins are priceless it's like hormozy says you know at everything else, when you swing for defenses and you hit a home run, I you score a point. And if you're really, really blessed and everything lines up right, you might have three runners on base and you might score four points. But no matter how hard you hit a baseball in the game of baseball, you can only score four points. But if you hit a baseball in the game of business and you hit a home run, you can score thousands and thousands and thousands of points for the life of the home run. It just keeps on hitting. And that's what the whole point of this is. That's what the payout is. That's what the, the, the game is. That's what the chase is. It's what the rush is. It's finding those fucking home runs that you can smash out the park. And in order to do that, you've got to be good at hitting balls. And in order to do that, you've got to swing the bat. And when you swing the bat, you miss. And that's it. That's the fucking lesson today, guys. Those of you that are in your 20s, those of you in your 30s, even in your 40s that are not where you want to be, keep working consistently. Keep swinging the bat. Make adjustments. Build it. Measure it. Learn from the results. And keep moving forward. Because the only way to lose at this whole fucking game is if you quit playing it. And that's it. That's going to do it for me. That's my wisdom for the weekend. Don't believe everything you read on the internet. You are a lot further along than you realize you are. And uh, there's, a reason that, uh, there's a reason that your friends will start to get jealous of you and start to uh, naysay you and start to doubt you. And it's because you're doing something that they cannot do. So just remember that. All right, that's going to do it from me. I'm going to get out of here. I do not know who is the guest on Monday's show because I didn't look it up before I hit record. So uh, it will be just as much of a surprise for you as it will be for me. All right, that's it from me. You'll be good, stay safe, and uh, I'll see you guys Monday. Have a great weekend.
All right, that's it for today's episode, guys. I wanted to get on here personally and thank you again so much for listening, hanging out with us and being fans of the show. If you'd like to hear more about the show or follow us on any of the other platforms or leave us a review, do me a favor, go to followsam.live. There's plenty of stuff over there. And uh, if you'd want to know a little bit more about what I actually do for a living, you can find us over at smallbusinesssurgeon.com.